What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode. Uh, as many of you may know, I'm Marcus, and with me, as always, Mr. Fallenauer himself, Cedell Enoch. And our guest tonight is Wheezy from After Horizons, and our little sister, Dolores Marie, what aka Dilo. F- <laughs> <laughs> Dolores Sure, Bar. little sister. Yeah. She Dolores five inches taller yeah. than me. <laughs> Fine, sister. <laughs> and you're listening to Fallenauer Radio. That was pretty good. Q intro. You intro. a week podcast and our thing now is to start looking into more contemporary things and sleep paralysis i know is kind of a little bit older but with what what like tiktok and instagram things like that and it's starting to come back people are telling their stories and that is our topic tonight is sleep paralysis yeah we have we've been asked to do that before we just kind of put it on the back shelf yeah (laughs) until dolores mentioned it the other day do have you any any of you guys had any anything like that happening yeah (laughs) Yeah. i've had that feeling where like you're in bed and you feel like you're fucking falling i've had that yeah i think that's something else (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's probably i don't know it's might, might be something to do with it but um the definition of sleep paralysis is halfway being awake but also asleep so you're all and you're in REM sleep but you're also awake so REM sleep is when you have rapid eye movement your body when you're in deep sleep yeah your body's still paralyzed so we have dreams but there's a kind of like a kickoff with the body so the brain locks up the body when you sleep so you don't act out your dreams unless you're a sleepwalker and then those you've seen like there's oh, famous yeah. sleep, sleepwalkers out there but dude i run and kick like a dog in my sleep <laughs> <laughs> like this, this. <laughs> oh fuck he's dreaming <laughs> oh adorable he's having a dream so <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> the clown has no penis <laughs> <laughs> See, what, what i read was that it's when your rem sleep was disturbed while you're sleeping so the actual so i knew you're gonna do this so i got the actual freaking wiki okay. every night for me <laughs> he wikied this sleep paralysis sleep is, 30. is a trans is a transition state between being awake and rapid eye movement rem sleep during rem sleep we have vivid dreams nightmares when we sleep our brain paralyzes itself like i said and one of the um scientists that i was watching and he, he did a paper also, is he believes, because, I mean, there's also these people in the paranormal field who believe you're actually experiencing something spiritual. Yeah. And his definition, and which every doctor's definition would be, is your brain can't defer from what's the what's yourself and another when you're sleeping. And just like that, um, like when you look into a dark space, you try to fill it in with something, your brain, and you see faces and things like that, right? And in the sleep paralysis state, his definition is your body comes out like you like you can see yourself in your like astral projection. Almost. No, it's like you can like those dreams where you can see yourself mm-hmm. like walking around and whatnot. So he, basically, you're seeing yourself in third person, right? But he believes that we in sleep paralysis, you can't 
differentiate yourself from another person. So he thinks that people's nightmares are this other person who is you is giving you nightmares because your brain is filling in the void of that's another person and it's making this whole body figure and it's able to do things and, and whatnot. That's, that's interesting. I never heard that one. Yeah. And he, he says the, the whole thing about sleep paralysis is if you have sleep paralysis in the first place, the first time it happens, if you have dread or if you're seriously fearful of it and you wake up and you're, you're scared, right? And it lasts for a while. Have you had those dreams? I hate oh, yeah. those dreams. <laughs> But when you go to sleep the next night, you have anxiety about going to sleep now because you just had sleep paralysis happen to you. He thinks that once you have that mindset of being scared and you want to go to sleep, that triggers sleep paralysis again and again and again. Then people get stuck in this loop of having this happen night after night of sleep paralysis. Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand... (laughs) We have people who believe that these are actual demonic entities mm-hmm. and or ghost spirits uh, bothering them in their sleep and giving them nightmares. The actual definition of nightmare is uh, the mare definition is, uh, I think it's in Greek. It's referred to, it's from a Greek um, origin, and it actually means night demon. Yeah. So the mare is a demon. And their nightmare definition is that when it's you a have a female a, demon, isn't yeah, it? When you have a nightmare, they, they believe that it's a demon actually interacting with you and that's why you have nightmares and get fearful. But um, people do believe, and I don't know, it's like, um, I know that when you sleep, and there's many definitions about this, and there's many, many cultures talk about this. Uh, when you're asleep, you're, you step into a different realm. It's uh, many cultures have, like it's a spiritual meaning behind it, sleep, rest. People have dreams of their futures, they have things like that happening. And then sometimes down the line that happens. So they believe that's like an actual deep spiritual thing, which mm-hmm. I'd believe also. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where like the stories of the hat band and shadow people come from? I think so. Well, I it, actually found something on that. Yeah. Which I found kind and of we wanted, I, I don't know, have we covered the hat, the hat man? We, we've touched on it when we did shadow people, like a couple, our few shadow people um, episodes we did. Right. We kind of touched on that where most of these people, when they're having sleep paralysis, they see a hat man or somebody wearing a hat and they just kind of coined him, you know, the hat man. Mm -hmm. But I found, um, when I kind of started looking into this, I found a demon that actually wears hat type things. And so I kind of started looking into that and I found out that's, that is a sleep paralysis demon. And I thought maybe that's what people might be seeing. Right. Yeah. And it kind of gains like it's like it's magic through its hat or something. I can't remember. So what do you, what do you guys think of these? What do you think? Uh, what do you think sleep paralysis is? That's what I picture. (laughs) Dolores, let's go to you. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, let's go to you. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had sleep paralysis. I uh, The only time I ever remember my dreams is when I'm having a nightmare, and I get kind of a thrill out of it, so I prefer to have a nightmare over just regular dreaming because then I can remember it. I'm usually lucid enough in my dreams to be able to fucking kind of like fuck with it. Right. So, like, the nightmare never ends up turning out bad, no matter how, like, it starts. And I think that's because I used to live in a fucking super haunted house, and, like, I had nightmares, like, every night we lived there. I just started, like, to cope with it. I just started, like, realizing I was in a dream and I would fuck with it. You know what I mean? And then 
now I, the only time I get a thrill out of dreaming is if I'm having a nightmare. It's like your own personal horror movie that yeah, you're the star pretty, in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I've never got like sleep paralysis or nothing, so I don't know. It's weird. I think I, I think it's just like a demon or something. It's got to be. You had. I remember you having a story about sleep paralysis. You were there on one of them. I remember uh, I had this dream, and it was like you know a few dreams that kind of led up to this. I kept having these nightmares over and over and over. And finally, I became kind of self-aware that I was in a dream um, because this person I was talking to was kind of like, you know, a part of the dream. But then all all of a sudden stopped and turned around to tell me, like, kind of secretly, you got to wake yourself up. He said, somebody's doing this to you. Somebody's trying to, like, um, give you these nightmares, like do witchcraft or something. They're giving you these nightmares. You need to wake up right now. And that kind of like scared the hell out of me when I was in my, I was like, Oh my God, I am dreaming, you know? And, like, and oh, when no. that, when that happened, literally the dream started falling apart. Everything started falling apart. The ground started cracking. There was a fire coming up. Like that chord video. Which one is that? Falling away from me. I know. I don't <laughs> think I've seen that one. But Where this, the fucking video starts collapsing really? on itself. Yeah. I got to check that out. But fucking no, cord, huh? <laughs> but no, I remember, uh, and it was like somebody that I don't even really talk to. They just all of a sudden were in my dream and they were warning me about this. And I tried to wake myself up and I remember I opened my eyes and Oh, it is it followed away from me. It's coming undone. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I remember that one. Um <clears throat> but I opened my eyes and in my bedroom I had a projector, you know, a projector on my wall. I had my PlayStation stuff hooked up to it, my sound system. Bougie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all stolen. It was and all then stolen. This guy this guy was in my room playing Grand Theft. And I opened my eyes and I saw Cidel sitting there playing the game. And I tried to call out to him, you know, wake me up. It's so funny. <laughs> like, first time I was laying here like this and I started kind of jolting like my body and I couldn't move. And I was trying to say Cidel. And he must have heard me because the game paused. He spins around and looks at me with this funny look on his face. And I was, I'd fall back into the dream and I couldn't wake up. I was like, you know, trying to wake up. I was freaking out. And I opened my eyes again. I saw him sitting there staring at me. And I'm like trying to jolt myself awake. Doing fucking thriller and shit. <laughs> like, Mom, I think Mark's doom, on doom, drugs. Bam, 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 bam. I remember his face. And finally, I just gasped. I woke up and I looked at him. I was like, oh, my God. And he's, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was You're like, all I was, that shit. <laughs> he no, said I was laying there jolting. I was like, I was trying to call your name. He's like, you weren't saying my name. I was like, what was I saying? He said, You're going. <laughs> I was just literally like just moaning and making these weird noises trying to say CDL. And I was just. <laughs> twitching, twitching. I, I think like, I do like, remember that. One of the weirdest things, man. But yeah, that was like. I think we told mom yeah. about that. Yeah. I think I did actually just run to mom. I think he's on drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy's on that shit. But that made me laugh because, like, just seeing him pause the game and look at me like, what the hell is going on? I was sitting there just trying to wake myself up and I couldn't move. And it was, it was like, I hate those because you can't move, but you're self aware. You're aware of everything in the room. You're aware you're sleeping and you could just barely even try to move and shake yourself awake. But yeah, that happens to me once in a great while. And it's usually with dreams like that, like kind of nightmarish type dreams. I had, I well, I was, what's this like when TikTok started getting like famous for storytelling and whatnot? And there was somebody who was talking about sleep paralysis and they mentioned how to do it. And I was like, that'd be kind of weird. I, I kind of want to experience that. And um, 
there was this is like one time when I was like really tired, and they say that's one of the ways to go into it is when you're really, really exhausted. exhausted. Yeah, and they say to lay in bed, and I don't recommend doing this, but they say to lay in bed and stay. He recommends. <laughs> they say stay still as still as possible. Keep your eyes open. Stay still. And those itches that you get. It's your body trying to see if you're awake. Yeah. To avoid those. So I was like, okay, so I'll try that. So I did this as long as possible. But as soon as I heard, I heard a bell ring. And then I heard a clap next to my ear. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And then I just, I woke myself up and then actually tried to fall back asleep. Yeah. It's your body trying to like make sure you're awake or asleep. Yeah. Is there's tell signs like that. Yeah. Really? I was just bitching at Jessica about like. She's always overthinking shit. I'm like, just empty your mind. Don't think about anything. Just stay there and look at the ceiling and listen to the fan. I was She's all trying rainbows. To coax, <laughs> I was all trying to coax her into sleep paralysis without even realizing it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing, dude. Just don't move. Just don't move. Don't think of nothing. <laughs> just let it take over. Just let it take over. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. Fall. Fall, fall down. <laughs> fall down. Listen to the heavy metal band. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I think one of the creepiest stories was Aaron's story. Aaron Martin. Oh, was right. That oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> he fuck did have a story. story. <laughs> dude, we all could not sleep over. Remember that? Yeah, did you watch that? that? Yeah. I think yeah. he's told it more than once on the podcast, yeah. dude. It's fucked up. I think I'll I probably put that right here. Feels like, or and some people even see something on top of them, pinning mm-hmm. them down. Right. And um, But like they wake up like that. You know or what I mean? Or something in the corner of the mm-hmm. room. So I roll over on my left side to try to get comfortable. And um, so I'm, I'm facing where the door is, and the door is closed. I, <laughs> I cannot sleep with the bedroom door open. I, I don't know what it is. I cannot fucking do it. Whether it's nighttime, daytime, it don't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I roll on my left side, trying to get comfortable, and the door is open. I was like, that's not right. Because I always close the fucking door. I have to. Like, I I can, if I know that fucking door's open, like, I don't even have to be... You can feel it. Yeah, I can fucking feel it. Wow. Um, like, I <laughs> like I could have my back to the door and not even able to see it. Um, and I have to get up and fucking close it. Yeah. Or, like, if Julia or Michael come into the room and don't close the door, it'll fucking wake me up, that door being open. Wow. Um, but so I roll on my left side. Door's completely fucking open. So I'm laying there, it's fucking, it's like, that's not right, the fucking door's open. Well, I better close that fucking thing. I can't move. And I was like, what the f-? So what the fuck? And that's why I tried again. I was like, move. Couldn't fucking do it. And then pretty soon I'm fucking screaming in my head, get the fuck up and close the door. I can't fucking move. I can't even move my head. And I can barely take my fucking eyes off of this fucking door. And pretty soon, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't even feel like it took that long. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, it feels like fucking hours that you're stuck there. But you, like, it was just a few minutes or whatever the fuck. It didn't feel like time had stopped or it was a long fucking time. It just escalated really fucking quick because... Uh, I'm fucking panicking. I'm telling my body to move and it won't. And then I see. Come around the door jam. And then 
another hand and then another oh, hand. Oh, wow. And then pretty soon. It kind of, it was like a slow crawl coming around the door jam like this. And it looked for, it kind of looked like the girl from Grudge. Um, if she was like dolled up like a geisha, kind of, is like the best way I can describe it. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, and the way her hair was falling, her hair wasn't falling to the left. Like gravity was working. Oh, so wow. her, so she's coming kind of like through, through the doorway. It's like she's peering down. Right. Yeah. And then starts crawling at me, and I'm I'm laying there and I'm staring at this fucking doorway in between, because uh, there's the table the table on my side of the bed, it's a little round table, and then a pole comes up and it's also a lamp. Yeah. And it um, and she crawls right up to where, like if this is the pole of the lamp, she's like right here, and fr- and from a laying position. I can reach up and turn off my lamp. Oh my god, oh, dude, wow. that is ugly. Um, and so, forehead is all but touching the bar of the lamp under the shade in above the table. And um, I just closed my eyes. I couldn't move. I couldn't fucking continue to stare at this fucking thing. And somehow I managed to close my eyes. And then next thing I knew, it was morning. That one was a good one. I think that's a good one to. That's a good example of sleep paralysis. And that just creeped me the hell out. And we were all like, didn't even want to go into his living room, dude. I, I went into his bedroom. I think I was in his bedroom when he very first told me about that. And we were like trying to set a fucking TV or something up, and I just kept looking at his fucking door frame like, this bitch is. It's like in you here. could feel like something watching yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, God damn it, dude! I'm gonna <laughs> never be able to stay alone in your house. It's like I ain't watching your kids. <laughs> Like, God damn it! But yeah, that one, man, that one got me. Disgusting. Yeah, that was a creepy. Ooh. Ass. <laughs> I remember you telling me you had your uh, your was your uh, your machine you wear when you oh, sleep. CPAP bag. Yeah, and he he didn't want to see anything. He, this guy put that on and laid face down. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it pumps air right into me, man. I fucking lay face down in the pillow like a dead body. <laughs> Can't see shit. Oh my god. Oh my god! Stiff like funny. a board too, <laughs> just planking. But that demon I was talking about—that wears the hat. It's called an elp. Oh. Is a nightmare demon, or a nightmare creature originating in German folklore. Interesting. Of course, well, man. I staggered no through that. <laughs> man, that almost turned into like a scripted, ep- a scripted episode right there. Because like, interesting. Because I just got <laughs> hey. holding up your paper. Because right here. Yeah. But yeah, this, this coming in right now. <laughs> And what kind the, of hat? the I, I don't know it says it's not like a um like yeah. an elf hat I don't it's a it, wizard uh, hat the word oh elf God. is a variation on the word elf actually oh there dude go. I watched fucking elf today <laughs> Will Ferrell <laughs> yeah. totally different elf by the way <laughs> but I was thinking of the hat the coat yeah. the the elf is sometimes likened to a vampire but its behavior is more akin to the incubus wow. Yeah, the, there's different looks. cultures around the world that actually have um, their definition of what sleep paralysis is. In Cambodian, they call it kamash, and there's, there's another word that goes with it. This motherfucker doesn't have a hat. 
It's supposed to be it, but okay. they just put the hat in the picture. In Cambodian, it's, it's described. Like that's an actual photo of him. <laughs> He's not wearing a hat. <laughs> this fucking sham over here. <laughs> in Cambodian, it's described as the ghost that pushes you down. Uh, Thailand, they also have one called Phiam. Mm-hmm. P-H-I-A-M. Two separate words. And it haunts people when they are half asleep. In some traditional Chinese cultures, it is called Meng Yan meaning ghost apparition and all there is is pointing to a more malevolent spirit that haunts you when you sleep in serbia a mare is called mora it's another one like what you were talking about mm-hmm. but they call it mora in serbia and it's the same literally the exact same thing so why are these demons named after women I don't, well, not the um, the Alp is actually the like a male version of it, apparently. But true that you yeah, did say that. Yeah. So mm. let's get what what did you have happen to you? What the sleep paralysis? Mm-hmm. Man, mine are like real creepy because I can hear something talking. Does it still happen to mm. you? It hasn't happened in a while, but I remember the last time is when Briseis was like real tiny and she had, she was in her like crib, and then remember that floor is like real yeah creaky when you step on it. I was laying there and I like, I don't know, I could like feel myself kind of like wake up because I could hear something whispering. I like kept trying to like look towards it and I could hear that like the floor, like the floorboards moving and stuff. And then it kept saying, look at these children, like look at these babies and like they're so beautiful. And it was like, I want to touch one. And then like I kept trying to wake myself up and then like Koda felt me like move and then. Once Oof. he like, he's like, hey, and then I like jumped up and then like I started screaming. Like, Get him away from the babies. <laughs> I know. And I started freaking out. Oh, that's, that's gross. Tough. But even uh, Carrie Thomas Cody told me a story that he had. Really? Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Might have to tell, have him tell that when he comes yeah, on. Yeah. Do you have, do you have the messages or no? I, I, they're in there somewhere, but. Was it in response to this episode or it no? It might be. But yeah, he told me, like he told me a couple stories and that was one of them. But yeah, it's kind of crazy we'll have to get him on and talk about it yeah so this whole thing about i mean we always go into that that direction anyways but this um the idea of having a nightmare is in many different cultures especially all the ones i listed and you listed is they have a more malevolent meaning behind it meaning there's some sort of entity trying to influence their dreams or trying to disrupt their Almost like disrupt their mind in a way to where they fear sleep. Maybe that's where the whispers are coming from. It's trying to whisper in your ear and mess with your dreams. Maybe. <laughs> and <Huh? laughs> and sleep is um, even getting into the more biblical aspects of things. Is a lot of things happen in your sleep. We know this. Yeah. Um, there was prophets that were. There was a prophet actually one one two three. I forgot. Well, anyway, there was one prophet who was told to lay down and sleep. His name was Elijah. Mm-hmm. And he was on a journey. I think he was leaving. Um, he was fleeing from a king. But um, he was told to lay down. He fell asleep. And immediately he was woken up by an angel. And then he woke up to um, bread and water, I think. And it lasted for like 40 days. What he ate. But this idea of communing with, I guess, spirits or demonic entities is well over 2,000 years old is the belief of when you sleep, you're more, this, I think we talked about this before, is you're more susceptible and more open to spiritual attacks or spiritual uh, communion with uh, either a good spirit or a demon, mm-hmm. like an angel or a God talking to you. People get dreams about their futures, things like that. Yeah. 
And the thing about um, seeing your future in things is that everyone's, even if you're not spiritual, even if you don't pray, or if you don't go to church, if you're an atheist, is you always try to find meaning behind something. So you're searching for different meanings to whether it's your dream or something that happened in your life, and you try to attribute that to something else. You try to find meaning to it. And this is where people fall into hauntings because they have something happen in the house or something moves in the house or they have a dream, whether that's good or bad, and they try to find meaning to it. So they either go to a place that is um, on their side, which is like a good person to actually interpret your dreams, or they'll go to someone like a, a palm reader or someone who works with crystals and things. And then they start falling into more of that that um, that element. And a lot of those are kind of shunned in certain countries too, like uh, looking into like palm readers and especially um, biblical. And that opens up a whole lot of doorways too. And I believe searching for the meaning behind your dreams in a wrong way can open up even more. It can make it worse. Yeah, it can make things worse for you. And having that feeling of dread, I think, just plays more into it. Because when you're when you're having emotions, that also interacts with your like the spiritual realms too. When you're anxious, you have more things happening. This is this is like a, a well known thing with like investigators. Mm-hmm. Paranormal investigators usually push the person who's more vulnerable into a space because they know something's gonna happen. When you have that feeling uh, it's like the, the spirits know what's happening or the person most afraid at that time. Right. Because he's like, you see somebody's uneasy, like Zach Baggins does it to Aaron yeah. all the time. Like in the <laughs> earlier episodes, he'd do it to him all the time. Cause he was always kind of really creeped out and he'd, he'd lock him in somewhere like the basement or something or in a room by himself and leave the whole building because he's like, really creeped out this might amp up everything remember yeah. back when that show was good <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah but i do believe that when you people fall in that cycle of sleep paralysis over and over again i think because it is because they're they're afraid to go to sleep and like what happens in between the time between when you had the first paralysis your fear of it like did you try to search of why it's happening what places were you looking? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or do you expect it to happen? Then it just keeps happening over and over yeah. again. You get stuck in this loop. You know, like they always say like, it's like probably hallucinations or, you know, on the side scientific aspect of it, it's hallucinations. You're just, your mind's making up these things or you're half asleep. So you're visualizing these things. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that did happen to me that like always makes me think differently about that. Like, I was like, you. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. It's schizophrenia. One incident that happened that makes me think otherwise. Uh, when we were, we lived in that one house in Crow, uh, not the one by the water tower, but the one by the, by the dam. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no, I, haven't, I don't remember that one. I remember the one that happened in the water or the water tower. Yeah. But this one, it, uh, this is the one that made me kind of think maybe, Maybe it is something that you're actually seeing that's in the house that's messing with you, mm-hmm. or these like uh, demonic entities or spirits trying to mess with your dreams. I remember um, having this this uh, this nightmare, and then when I slowly started opening my, eye, my eyes, <laughs> opening me eyes. opening me eyes, Mister Kratz over again. Pick up an accent mid-story. <laughs> just roll with it. Keep talking in that accent. <laughs> Why is Marcus from Brooklyn all of a sudden? I know. Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> Open me eyes. I don't know. <laughs> but no, but anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Give me a second because I got to come back from that. <laughs> but uh, I had the... I remember having this dream 
and I woke up and I was having like sleep paralysis. And when I opened my eyes, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, there was it was to the point where there was actually light coming in, you know, the room. Um, it was morning, and everybody was still asleep. It must have been like the sun just came up because everybody was still asleep. And I don't know. I think I told this story before, but I didn't tell the whole thing. Um, I remember I opened my eyes and I saw this figure like leaning underneath. We had a bunk bed and it kind of like leaned in like toward me. Mm -hmm. And I remember trying to wake myself up. And when I finally jumped up, this thing like jumped in toward the closet. Remember that sliding door closet we yeah. had? He's like, oh, shit. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it jumped toward the closet and I heard like like something hit the wall, like a boom. And when it hit the wall, you know, I was sitting there and I remember my heart just beating and I was like breathing really hard and, and, uh, Al heard that boom Ew. and he looked down. Like I remember him looking and like looking down, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> he looked mad that I woke him up. I was like, what the hell are you doing? I didn't tell him, but I was just like, nothing. <laughs> you know, I thought, never mind. You know, I tried to go back to sleep, but yeah, like that, that's what makes me kind of wonder. Hear if that fucking spirit fucked his elbow up. Is yeah. like tested in the closet. What the fuck is <laughs> sitting there like this? God damn it. <laughs> but Shit. that's yeah. But that's kind of like makes me think maybe some of these things people are seeing are real spirits, right? Not just hallucinations. Hallucinations. <laughs> Man, you, you gotta do some freaking. Place. I am like you gotta do some <laughs> exercises over there. You gotta, you gotta do my anchorman <laughs> exercises before we fire this thing. Oh no, brown cat. <laughs> Unique New York. <laughs> me eyes. Me eyes. Me eyes. I saw him with me eyes. Me eyes. <laughs> and this is, I mean, this is, I think it's like the theme of the podcast. It's just like, um, they have meaning, but then again, there are some dreams which you're, um, cause you're a spiritual person. Yeah. And even if you don't believe that you have a spiritual side, but, um, they're, there are dreams given to you, whether that's like um, a divine nature. There are dreams given to you also through your, which would be probably your, I think it's your soul or your 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 person, your mind. It it creates these dreams also in the natural. And once you start searching for different meanings behind that, because I mean you can ask for things in your dreams too. Is um, this is a place where. If you learn how to actually know you're in a dream, experiencing it, being in it, um, this is actually biblical too, is um, I think Solomon, he asked for wisdom. And so you're able to commune with whatever's on that side of the dream, whether that's the spirit or something um, divine. And that's one of the things too, is getting into uh, those searches. Because uh, and we talked about uh, the Book of Enoch, too. These angels brought down knowledge, yeah. uh, science, things of nature. And <laughs> our search, everyone's search is like, what's the what's the meaning behind something? What's the meaning of life? Things like that. You're either searching for divination, whether you're trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future. You're trying to search for knowledge of the dead, um, something that's passed on. Um, you're trying to search for, I guess, meaning in life. And that could be like a doorway also. Mm-hmm. And that's just more of like a recap of what I did or said earlier. It's just more defined and because I missed that part. That part's important. Yeah, you just got to be careful mm. because what you're you could be talking to could be something dark. Right, but I mean, you do, you do this anyways. I mean, we're bringing a paranormal podcast. We talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's it's a scary thing, um, especially when you're sleeping, because in your sleep, 
I believe that if you're to be attacked in a certain way, you can, you probably couldn't even wake up from it. Mm-hmm. And that that's probably happened before. There's probably been well, that could be where instances. sleep paralysis comes from. You're trying to wake yourself up, right? Twitching like a freaking dead fish, <laughs> <laughs> while your brother stares at you like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" That that, that maybe the sleep paralysis demon is just trying to get you some extra rest because fuck, you're like moving around, it's just sitting on you, trying to <laughs> it's like calm the fuck down. You, you need your sleep, bro. <laughs> Sent there to give you rest. That's but you home. haven't had your full eight hours yet. Go back to bed. <laughs> it's like three o'clock in the morning. What do you He's just trying to look out for you, and you're just misinterpreting it. You know, like this guy's a fucking dick. Like he's trying to hold you still, and you're looking at him like <laughs> ah, over fuck. you. <laughs> and uh, I mean, there's many stories people having sleep paralysis, and they immediately. Um, I think this is one of the, one of the things they failed to do too is go to a doctor and figure out what the hell is going on with you. Mm-hmm. Like, why is your body so exhausted? Or why are you falling into that now? Like, is there like stress introduced into your life? Is there something happening um, lifestyle-wise that is forcing you to have stress and you fall into this, this cycle of sleep paralysis? Yeah. Some, um, some of these theories, they, they uh, like on the scientific side, you, during your dreams, it's almost like a simulation. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to understand something like what what happened to you earlier in the day trying to fix things. or yeah or even like these like nightmares you're basically kind of putting yourself in the simulation trying to figure out what i would do if i was in the situation right i think that's like another theory that's like uh and that could be like that could, you could fall into things like grief doing that yeah is your body and your mind is trying to fix things that already happened I don't like in my dreams. I still act like an imbecile. <laughs> you don't make yourself any smarter in the yeah. dream. It'll be like in a gunfight, and then for some reason can't hit a target. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> God damn! Then all frustrated in my dream, but fucking god, <laughs> this is my dream. Somehow I end up not dying, but I still can't hit nobody. You know what I mean? It's like stormtrooper style, just missing everything. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> Or like I had a dream last you night. You bring a knife to the gunfight. <laughs> I had a dream last night. Well, I was fucking riding around in my uncle's old ass suburban with all the family in there for some fucking reason, and I just cannot fucking drive this truck right, dude. I was like all over the goddamn place. I knew about dreaming, like God damn it, I gotta fucking drive this truck right. I ain't driving it right. <laughs> I could not fucking drive it right. Like there was a specific spot, like going around the fucking football field here at Harden, where I was like all over the fucking road. <laughs> and I was, I just woke up frustrated. <laughs> He <laughs> just woke up pissed. Your uncle's still alive? Yeah. Have you tried helping him with anything recently or No, he lives in Colorado. I know that cars that's weird. I know that cars have a, a Not meaning. that he lives in Colorado. That's not weird. I mean Dude, and <laughs> he, he also hasn't had, had that suburban in like fucking fifteen, twenty years. That's so weird. Okay, yeah. He drives a Subaru now. I think the closest thing that I've ever really had something like that happen, um, actual being in it was um um, mom will tell you about this one because I went into her room like stumbling in and um, you remind me of that one I was I fell asleep and immediately I was in a car and I was driving up this like it's like a mountain area and I was getting mad at God at the time I think in my dream mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know what the hell I was mad about but I was like yelling at him and um, I don't know what the heck was going on in my life at the time but um, this, this, well, I don't know, I know what it is, but this figure appeared in the mirror in the back 
and it was you couldn't see it. It was just like a figure, and it was bright and like like a, like when you look in the uh, a light bulb, mm. you can kind of see the the outer edges of it. The but after it's like, image, right? But it's like it's too bright where it's like you can't see any details on it. And then it says his name was um, his name was Gabriel, and when he talked, that voice scared me as awake. Like booming, yeah. Like I was, I was trying to understand why. How was his voice so contained in the car? Because it sounded like, like he was over like a a bunch of megaphones. Like or something. he was sitting in the back seat with a megaphone right behind me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just remember feeling, I just remember feeling this bass in my body. <laughs> my name is. <laughs> Were you watching the movie Constantine or anything right before that? Yeah, I'll tell you this. <laughs> but I remember feeling like this, this um, like vibration in my body when he spoke. Oh, yeah. Like he had this um, like bass to him when, yeah. he, when he spoke. And he told me something. I talked to a prophet after that. But um, I woke up and I was, I was scared about what the heck just happened. And when I woke up, it was still talking to me. What the fuck did he say to you? It was, well, it was telling me. Um, right. It was being, <laughs> it's more personal, I think, to me anyways. But um, it was telling me things about my life at the time. And... I woke up and I can see these um, like uh, words going by me, mm-hmm. and I got up out of bed and I can barely move. And I got myself up. I walked out of the room, hit the wall because I can still hear him like talking. And uh, I got myself to mom's room and I hit the wall and I fell in the door, and I was freaking out. <laughs> and she's wondering what the heck is happening. And then I told her about it like maybe like ten minutes later about that experience that I had. Yeah. I think that's the closest thing I had to something like experiencing something spiritual, I think, in, in sleep. Mm-hmm. One of the more, more profound things anyways that happened to me. Okay. I always like that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever told that one on the podcast either. Yeah. There was one I had, but it's not sleep paralysis, but I did see something when I woke up. And yeah, was, I never told that story. I don't think I told that story. Was that uh, the one in the, the water tower? No. Okay, the one, I'm, I'm trying to get you to that one, because that one, <laughs> that one I experienced in the living room. We experienced it. It was uh, me, I think it was Merville or somebody and mom. But uh, we were trying to lay down and sleep, and it was, I remember the sun was kind of coming up, and we were uh, staying up late, like we always did. And we hear things flying down the hallway. And a flip-flop flew past, I think it was Merville, Merville and hit Mom's door. And there was nobody in the hallway. Nobody back there. Scary. Yeah, that And we, that thought, it was just, was... we thought it was just something happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like something creepy happening, yeah. Well, that was odd. I don't know that. You had a, um, I remember you telling Mom about it, and there were these, it was even, no, it might have been L. Oh, are you talking about when um, something was holding them down? Yes, yeah. that's it. That was Alvin. And uh, I remember you, uh, yeah, he said that, uh, I think Jessica even said that she couldn't get up, like something was holding Al down. Mm-hmm. And then when she got up or something, she said it tried to hold her down. And the reason why was because when they looked over the crib, and we even brought this up, I think on the last one, where we talked about like babies or something, mm-hmm. um, they saw this thing um, over the crib and it looked like black smoke kind of going back and forth like this. Right. And that's when they tried to get up. And it was like something was holding them both down. And, um, yeah, I remember um, remember Jessica telling me 
about this. And she said that she couldn't move. She couldn't, you know, she was trying to get to, to Kalia and this was, Kalia was a baby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she said that, uh, she finally said the word Jesus. And it's like, this thing just, you know, went back and she could, she was able to get up and she ran and grabbed Kalia. It was either Kalia or Andre when they were a baby. And I think that's when that whole thing happened when it, I think it tried to make its way out of the door yeah. or something. And, but that's the, that's the, that's the time you're talking about. Yeah. We didn't about. know what was happening until, uh, the next morning, I think. Yeah. But I had, I, I saw something similar to that though. Um, it was, it wasn't over like a child or anything, but it was when I lived in California and I remember, um, waking up and this is the weirdest, the weirdest thing. I remember waking up and I heard the most unsettling music playing and it just sounded so freaking creepy and I couldn't understand the words. It sounded like it was like in a different language mm-hmm. And just the sounds, it almost sounded like it was something on loop over and oh, over. Weird. And I was like, what the hell? I, I remember rolling over and looking and where the stereo was, there was something like that over the stereo going like this. And it looked like a black smoke. Mm-hmm. And I remember pulling the plug on that stereo. Like, and, this bitch is about to start on fire, guys. Yeah. <laughs> smoking. Don't even go to the spirit of freaking <laughs> supernatural. It's like it's smoking. Wow. It's like you have an electrical problem, bro. Right? <laughs> I thought freaking um like that uh Pete Davidson. Dude, skit. Like I can never almost get through a story like that because of him or freaking Aaron Martin I was has to jump in with something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Like I was telling that story, like we didn't, he didn't put it out yet, but that story we we're doing on mirrors I'll and like Bloody Mary and all that. Oh yeah, the yeah, one yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Here Wheezy Gold. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh my yeah, God. yeah. An hour and a half of just <laughs> of awesome gold, just great, great podcasting. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Down the that was supposed to be put out for like Halloween, I think, and he didn't put it out. Did you want to tell him why you didn't put that Weezy's up? Like, up? This is the masterclass of a podcast because he wasn't sitting in the right fucking spot. Yeah, I was sitting in his spot, which I'm is always both, on and this he was side. throwing no, a fit. And no, pump. you're always sitting right I'm here. I'm always on this side next of the screen. To me. I can show you. I'll put. I'll put it right here. I'm always oh on this God. side. Yeah. On like camera view, he is always stage left. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, that was only like the second time we ever set up like that in the guitar room. Yeah. And yeah. Remember, he kept trying to make me move out of that seat for the longest for, time. Yeah. For and most of the podcast, it. you're sitting right here for me. Yeah. What do you mean? You're always sitting to the left of me. In most podcasts. And you were sitting to the left yeah, of me that's that true. Night. When we did it in the in the when we had the green screen, you were always on that side. Yeah, I remember so that. That was the only reason I, like, I He just sat wants them to see his freaking side head tattoo. I, <laughs> that, that's the only thing I could think I of. It's on both or sides. Or his chains. It doesn't it matter. It's on both sides. I had some chains. And then he was like, no, I had my bandana on that side. I was like, you got to give that I bandana some springtime. <laughs> he had it on this Jesus. side, and I told him no one's going to see it, and he put it on that side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like I remember telling that. The story it was the story I told you about when something was tapping on the mirror. Yeah. And I was like, right when I finished that story, that Aaron said something so freaking stupid and just kind of <laughs> killed the mood on it. I was like, oh, that didn't hit like I wanted it to. <laughs> Anyways, proceed with your smile. story. <laughs> but this guy and Aaron always do that. He doesn't remember his story. I know. He's like, he's far gone from it now. <laughs> too late. Uh, I thought you were okay. going to tell that one where you said you seen something that looked like the shape of Grimace. Oh. Yuck. I freaking Man, hate that on. one. I forgot about. I've seen that. a couple people like that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've seen a couple of grimaces walking around town, yeah. going through the the drive-through. They're, they're, they're thick in these parts. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Thick. <laughs> Clever play on words there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah. Um, well, this was the um, this was a different house in in California. Was it purple? <laughs> it was not purple, dude. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, I'll tell was you. It it. Was it Grimace's <laughs> Was it holding a shake? Did he offer, yeah. he offer you a milkshake? I was just going to say that. <laughs> it was not like fries. Did this take place at the Ronald McDonald house? <laughs> was Hamburglar with him? Did it smell Come like on. stale french fries? All right, I'm not telling the story. Let's keep anyway, going. Go no, ahead. No, I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, okay. No, I thought I told this story before. But, um, yeah, this happened in a different, a different house when I lived in California. And I remember uh, staying in this really, uh, this back room and it was like you know, dark as hell back there. And I remember um, waking up, I heard a noise. I was like, what, you know, kind of listening. And I remember I looked up and this was in the middle of like the woods, like there's nobody around. You have to walk a few miles just to get to the next house. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, I remember uh, rolling over and looking toward the doorway and there was a light on in the kitchen and, but it just kind of way down the hall. So there was light coming through the doorway. And I remember seeing this figure start peeking in the door. And like the way it kind of leaned in was like way over. Mm -hmm. And just the shape of it was, wasn't like anything I've ever really seen. And it was kind of shaped like how you would, the silhouette of Grimace, like the way it looked. Like it was kind of like like a pear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a pear. But all I saw was like, out, eh? if this if this thing was like uh, like uh, uh, um, had like arms legs like a man, almost like Grimace. This mm -hmm. thing I only saw like the top half of it, so it was like the shape of it was that like is really so weird, yeah, really what? big, and it leaned in, and I remember like trying to like adjust my eyes, cause like, am I seeing this thing? And <laughs> I, the person I was with at the time, I kind of nudged her and i was gonna see if she could see it and when i nudged her by the third time it looked out she she didn't move she just said i see it that's the only thing she said whatever so. you know she said she was loving it he thought about that like he had that one like locked and loaded wait i'm gonna drop this I knew you'd bring a part up like that. I could drop it in, which said to wait. <laughs> but no, like, I remember um, after, like, the by, by the time I saw it come in the third time is when I nudged her. She said, I see it. And that just gave me the chills, man, when she said that. Because I, I thought she was going to be asleep, and I thought I was just hallucinating or something. And the, when it moved back out of the doorway, I got up quick. You know, I got up, and I tried to rush around the corner to see what this thing was or who it was. And... I kept hearing stories about this one room. It was a room her brothers stayed in and they were even creeped out of that room. They would never really sleep in there. They'd sleep in the living room. Mm -hmm. And once in a while they would stay in there, but they all said they get bothered. And I remember they had this, um, they just had like a blanket over the room because they had the door off. And when I looked down the hallway, that blanket was closing, like, like something threw it up and That's it so dropped. And I went in there and I opened up that, I pulled that blanket over and there was nobody in that room. The window was shut and locked. I checked everything, went through the house and yeah, so there was, didn't hear anything try to leave. Everything was just dead silent. And yeah, that was like, that was like in like two, three, two, three more, three in the morning. When you told that story the first time, I pictured the bad guy in Bugs Bunny. 
Is he a bad guy? <laughs> a big red guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the opposite of Grimace. Yeah. He's like shaped like a He tapers yeah. down. Of, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shaped like a pear. <laughs> yeah. Upside, yeah, a pear. See, we got a couple of those walking around here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, I I believe that was all just from like McDonald's subliminal ads. I bet you had a fucking McChicken later that day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just craving a number Dude, four. With the- <laughs> I need me a quarter pounder. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't know why I'm craving that. <laughs> we got to go to Mickey D's. I need right a now. fucking large fry <laughs> milkshake. Oh my god! But yeah, that's that was weird, man. That was a weird one. Did you read any stories about anybody else having these dreams? Um. I think I did. You guys have anything? Just type anything in Grimace dreams. <laughs> do you think? Do you think like reoccurring dreams could be kind of part of a sleep paralysis type thing? Like, say you have a nightmare. It's the same nightmare, and you've had it for fucking years, and it just you know, like maybe once a year, you have that same exact dream. I've always wondered about reoccurring nightmares. Yeah. Or reoccurring I think some dreams. people like like scientific like the scientific side of it. They they try to say that's something you're trying to deal with, right. probably. But when it's like nightmarish, what what if you've been having the same nightmare since you were like fucking five or six? That could be associated to a lot of things, whether yeah. that's trauma. Or- I know I've, dreams are interesting, and um, it's uh, it's been something I've been fascinated with for a long time. Is um, Jesus. not Fuck. only <laughs> the the physical meaning of a dream, but the spiritual meaning of a dream, um, the significance, whether that's in uh, psychological things too. Because um, even if you're looking at it at a spiritual standpoint of you're having this dream, there's symbology and whatnot in there. There's also this side of you that is physical. So there's also there could also be physical um, physical inputs, I guess, that your your mind's inputting certain things inside your dream. And we and this is something I want to want to investigate. Also, is those reoccurring dreams, whether that's a, a regular dream or a recurring nightmare and the reason i asked it does if there's like trauma or something that you had is sometimes those can, can play a, a big deal with um dreams or recurring nightmares is because if you have some sort of trauma your mind can suppress it in a way even though you remember it in your your waking life is certain aspects of either a trauma or a bad memory can play out into this in this nightmare in a more nightmarish way it's just different different characters being more aggressive than the actual trauma that mm-hmm. happened or some of that nature I think. <clears throat> dude i've had this like reoccurring nightmare since i lived on the house on crook that's got to be like the most haunted house i ever lived in but uh <laughs> did you get something it. about that thing <laughs> right it's like too short but uh, I think you're what's too short. It, 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 <laughs> Dolores would like this. It involved Chucky because it was around the time where I first watched Chucky. Yeah. And I think at the beginning, that dream was kind of a fucking bad dream. You know what I mean? Well, it was still kind of a bad dream. But uh, I think that's where I learned to kind of like control what happens in my dream because it used to be like I was super fucking scared. And it always plays out in that house. Like Chucky is like going through our rooms and in my mom's room and then i end up just like whooping his fucking ass you know like <laughs> kicking a baby you know what i mean into a wall but i've had that dream like reoccurring and not the bad one where everybody dies but one where i just whoop its ass like like every couple of years i'll have that dream and be like whoa what the fuck am i having that dream for and there's an, there's another one too but i can't ever remember it until it happens 
Oh, and then I hate those. Then I'm like, dude, I've had that dream before, and then I can't remember it. Yeah. But that Chucky one, for sure, all the fucking time. And it started out, I think, the first couple times I had that dream, it was like, bad deal. And then it was like, to where I was like, uh, thinking like, this is my fucking dream, you know, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Little fucking ginger fuck. You know, I have to <laughs> kick him up against the wall. It's it's me whooping his ass all the way around the house. And then it's a good dream. I just kind of chuckle about it. But I'm like, fuck, that's kind of weird. I had that again. You know, I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> Having this shit since the 90s. Yeah. That is strange. It's I'm all wearing Chucky socks. <laughs> I'm just wearing good, good, good guy socks. socks. Dude, as an adult, Chucky and the Leprechaun, they're so fucking cheesy, dude. Man, I, I like that. Dude, yeah. I like Zach the cheesiness. the Leprechaun so of much over your kids. I just, I, I was telling you, we watched the one of the newest le- Leprechauns because I was so excited to show her the Leprechaun. We watched it and it was just the stupidest <laughs> thing. Was it Origins? It's, I don't know what or it was. was it, just, the it wasn't one even that Leprechaun. Wasn't even, it was like, yeah, it was like a, they barely showed him and it wasn't even him. It was like this was like tall figure. Silhouette in the background yeah. all the time. Yeah. I like the the classics. Yeah, the they're classic cheesy. They're funny though. It's yeah, like watching like Gremlins them. or anything. Still, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. the like, all right. Yeah, I like the effects and stuff they had on those old ones. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dolores always has this. Um, every time I think of like her childhood, I think of like this. this your, your childhood, the chi- our childhood, childhood. Your, our childhood of being human. We've had a lot of um, a lot of weird things happen with us growing up. Is like these these uh, like her seeing my doppelganger, things like that happened a lot. Those things are up. weird, man. Mm. Yeah, and it's like where does that come from? Like we didn't have trauma in the house or nothing. No, and like where do things like that? That's why I'm so interested in looking into dreams and things like that. I wonder though, like you guys have lived in a lot of like weird, fucked up places. I wonder if there was trauma in the places you were at. That's what that's I, yeah. what I was before wondering. you got there, and that that could be a thing because. Um, a place can well this is i was looking also i'm studying for um i want to do a episode on exorcisms but um looking into those is a place can be well everyone knows that it's a, a haunted place can be it's a possessed place right. it can be it can be oppressed and uh that's kind of how your your um your spiritual side is too is you have a soul you have a spirit and the soul can be oppressed meaning that it can be attacked and um they can manipulate your emotions, your thoughts, and things of that right. nature through your spirit. Maybe this oppressed house is just able to tap into you guys because you guys are like a little bit sensitive. You probably, know what I mean? Yeah, like probably. your whole fucking family. And like that's, that's how because you guys are too. really religious. You yeah. know what I mean? Like your whole fucking family is kind of religious, and maybe you guys are just like a little bit more aware, and that house feeds off of it. Yeah, probably. I, I like. Uh, I was told that it would be you'd be tested more. You know, if you were like really really in the you know church and stuff like that or your you know christianity that kind of thing mm-hmm. if you're like really really into that and you'd be tested a lot more even like especially people that have like you know gifts of a prophet i mean he's like been fucking be tested me for the last few years god damn it it's <laughs> <laughs> bullshit i know Stop. you like lately Stop. you've been having like all these things going on with you and fuck i was like man maybe it's following you home from him his house <laughs> <laughs> Because we had a lot of things going on here, remember? Because it is, um, even if you are a saved Christian, mm-hmm. you can still have a possession. Mm-hmm. You can still be haunted because you're, um, the spirits in the spirit realm, it knows that you're either new. And if you move into a place and you're, you're saved, whatever, and you go into a, a place and it's already oppressed by something, that thing can also affect you. 
and yeah. it can affect your dreams. And they they say I'm that not saved. <laughs> I've never just been baptized. Of, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Just so you just know. Just not to leave right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like, come over with a bucket of water. Bring it in my monster. Just like, never been saved. My little brother has. I never did. Yeah. But it's it's just something I'm trying to get to is um <laughs> maybe forget what I was gonna say because that really caught me <laughs> off guard. The reason I'm <laughs> the reason I go that way is because it is our upbringing, but also it's it's one of I've looked into everything, and it's one of the things you cannot do. You're not supposed to do, but um is looking at exhausting every avenue and looking into actual text that talks about spirits and demons. Yeah, you can Dem- literally become obsessed with it and almost like uh, if you become really obsessed with a certain thing, mm-hmm. that also becomes like your worship, your your god. Yeah. And that can be really dangerous. Yeah, especially you could be like a just uh what do they call that? Um like a wandering soul. Yeah, especially if you right away just jump into demonology. Um, angels. This reminds me of that one book you guys were talking about. That it was like a certain book, and you read it, and oh, all of a sudden yeah. you kind of get obsessed yeah. with it, uh, and then it like fucking takes you he, over. He came and set the captives free. Yeah, weird. I was yeah. thinking of that book the other day. Yeah, we, synchronicity. We, you remember having that? Remember that the things that were bothering our our friend at the time? Yeah, and he was having some weird things because he. This is the time when Mary Kay Baxter was around, mm-hmm. and she's a, a well-known um, author, a Christian author who knew our family well. And uh, when she was around, she was talking about this book and saying to avoid it, and yeah. because she's an author and she knows that this lady had books that um, <laughs> she said she went well for a while. She was actually on the right track, but then also later on, she started to write um, about the occult more. And not only that, but putting real chance, real chance real inside prayers. of them, yeah. And that right. that kind of, that if you're if you're not careful, maybe she did have the right intentions, but if you're not careful reading that book, it can have some sort of effect on you. Yeah, Backfire. it's like that fucking meme that Aaron shares, like when uh, you're studying your Latin and you keep getting the phrases wrong, and it shows that black goat peeking <laughs> <laughs> in the doorway. Yeah, yeah, still like summon a demon. <laughs> Trying to read that book and go peek. Dude, in I've been room. trying to think of that book's name for like ever too. I'm like, fuck, what was that book's name called? The one we talked about? Yeah, that, about that summoning yeah. demons and shit <laughs> by accident. Man, we like, you guys went on so long, I completely forgot what I was going to bring up and know. talk about. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, no, what I was going to say was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I remember just like, now. Yes. It like literally popped in my head. Good, when you're talking about. Uh, you're so bad. Yeah, I know. You're, you gotta like <laughs> mark them. You need to put like a little notepad with labels on right, it. Know, uh, well, you can change these. for now. <laughs> right. And but, go ahead. Proceed. Yeah, what I was thinking was um, when you're talking about moving into a new home and uh, people that are like of, you know, um, strong faith, that kind of thing. Um, what I thought was maybe, you know, there were people who were saying this place wasn't haunted when I lived there. Or maybe that stuff didn't kind of happen when I was there. Um, these demonic entities, they are territorial. So like if you move into a place and it feels threatened, it'll probably try to challenge you. You know, that's what I was thinking. So maybe that's when you move into a place like that, it really amps up. Yeah. I get like little weird shit and like, Almost every place I've lived, too. and uh, You're a little weird shit. He memorized it. He remembered that before you started. 
I used to hit that button all the time. <laughs> Brings I me just back. Like, making like short jokes to this guy. So. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, you I'm... guys are all fucking giants. Fuck all of you. <laughs> I was going to say he's a short joke. <laughs> Oh. oh, that was oh. that was that's why it's so funny. Humor's all I got. That was tasty. That was. Pew, what the fuck was that? It was a high five. <laughs> but I'm not gonna high five. Friend. <laughs> ET, that's how ET high fives. So <laughs> oh fuck. Anyway, you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like you were talking about like when you moved into places, like <clears throat> weird things. Would yeah, happen. weird weird things happen. I'm not like real spiritual. Like I believe in the paranormal and I believe in God and stuff like that. But I don't go out of my way to learn. Well, I don't know. I kind of do like history and shit. Yeah. But I don't like super dive into the shit. You know what I mean? Well, with paranormal stuff maybe, but not so much holy shit. Yeah. Like the demons and stuff, they freak me the fuck out, so I stay away from it. But I do have like weird instances like here yeah. and then in my fucking trailer, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that. And other people don't have that kind of reaction in there. Yeah, like but it's just almost like kind of bothering you. Right. And sometimes I think that shit could just be like negativity in the household, draw shit in. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. Negative shit happens all the time. I'm yeah. really sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably my fault. <laughs> But most, well, shit, I lived in that same house you guys did. Yeah. It was haunted as fuck when I lived there, too. Yeah, like, almost kind of had the same things kind of happen. Yeah. In that place. Yeah, that so. was, yeah, she even told the story in the last one about that. Oh, about, about Cody that, Avenue? Staying, mm-hmm. in that, staying in that room that you were talking about that had the... The window in it? Yeah, that, yeah, that was my window. room. Yeah, she yeah, told I'm me I'm hung an American one. flag over it because I'd always see faces in there. Yeah. Oh, God. Ew. That's gross. There's we, just, like, a little tiny spot where you can, like, see just... I think wow. you and you yeah. can't get well, there. And then, yeah. then there's a spot you could see up through the other part of the addition, and you could see the light from outside where the vent is, and so that light would shine through it sometimes. And you think maybe? Do some, you ever remember that? Man, just think if you if someone was really s- looking at you through my, that. My bed was exactly opposite. You know, like there's the door to get into my room. The bed was right here, and I was facing that fucking window all the time. Why'd you do that to yourself? I know because I'm <laughs> fucking weird, and I would just stare into there until it finally fucking. I thought I'd see the face, and then I finally I fucking hung something over the. You window. hung something over it too. Yeah, I had a blanket over it. Mm, yeah, yeah, remember that? And we would we would never touch that window I ever. Know. Yeah, it was fucking weird. That house and that closet was creepy that too. whole house had weird mm. weird vibes yeah no shit did you ever <laughs> fucking smell perfume in the basement randomly i heard you bringing that i honestly Dude, i wouldn't remember my little brother used to sleepwalk when i was a kid and this guy was fucking terrified of the dark and he he had the forward room and uh you know he was one of those kids lights all the way down in the basement yeah. you know they had the pull chains <laughs> yeah. down there yeah Guilty. And, <laughs> uh, well we had our tv you know our fucking n64 and our fucking shit down there all our toys and stuff and uh one time my mom wakes up and she goes into zach's room and he's not fucking there and then so she comes into my room like uh wake up you know like is your brother in here i'm like zach's not in here yeah so we go down to the basement basement's pitch fucking black and uh you know pull string pull string we get to the end and he's sitting by the couch playing with his toys we're like zach what are you doing he's like well i'm playing with grandma all our grandmas are alive. In the pitch black. In the pitch black. In the basement. Very far corner. And far that's, a corner. Way, that's a ways of walk. It is. It is. 
And uh, yeah, past all the washer and dryer hookups, you know that far yeah. fucking corner. That's where our TV was. That's where I. That's where I had my TV too. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing with grandma, pitch fucking black. Ew. Somebody's grandma, apparently. Yeah. I know. But I, because in the other corner, <laughs> you know, you, the window. you know, you come, <laughs> oh my god, you come down the stairs, and then you can go like directly this way. We had our computer set up there, but sometimes I'd be playing like uh, computer, like Age of Empires or some shit. Yeah. And uh, I'd smell like old lady perfume out of fucking nowhere. Man, and ugly. after that happened, I'd get the uneasy feeling somebody's watching me. And we had like made our own little office out of blankets down there into the computer room. Yeah. And I always had the one open so I could see the stairs just in case Zach's trying to fuck with me or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it always feel like something's staring at me. Like, you remember how those stairs go? I don't think they had a guardrail. No, they did not. And it always looked like something was like peeking underneath yeah underneath the yeah yeah and remember how to get to the attic it's like fucking dumb you pull the cord down and then it's the stairs land on top of the other stairs yeah, yeah. to go down that. into the basement and that thing and never fully closed it was always open like this much yeah. Yeah. dude i used to haul ass down that basement like <laughs> like oh shit something's this, staring at me through the attic one time. and dad would hang his overalls yeah, he would hang there. his overalls Gosh, right there yeah. Fuck that. You just take down. his Jason Horries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look like that. I remember walking. I was going to go downstairs because that's where I was staying. And right when I walked in, I just saw the the overalls and just like Michael Myers looking overalls there. And <laughs> dude, how about, I can't believe that garage is still up. I know, oh my dude. God, dude, that thing was ghetto when I lived there. I lived there in like 2002 or 2003. You know yeah. what I mean? And that garage looked like it was going to fall over back then. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. They use that motherfucker too. Yeah. I remember I had to sell like chocolate covered strawberries to someone that lived there. And I asked them if it was anything ever happened. And she's like, right. ah, she's like, it's a little creepy. That's all and she I was does. like, I, like, I okay. remember that. <laughs> Hello, creepy. Yeah, that place was creepy, dude. We yeah, went, all those lava rocks and all those trees my mom fucking put in there, the ro- oh, rose funny. bushes and yeah. shit. When we moved in there, um, we went to the attic. Remember that? Yeah, we were up there. We found an old bed that had, like, just a frame that had, like, a bunch of scratchings and stuff on it. Yeah. Like, it was set up. dumbass brought it down. Yeah, it was set up up there. That was weird to find an old house. And we found some paintings up there. I have one Did- of them still. I yeah, remember yeah, going to the cool. attic and it was just two by fours and insulation. Did yeah. they put a floor up there? No, no. Oh, I it remember was like there was just like the very front part. We had put boards up so you could put storage up there, but then the whole rest of the attic was all insulation. Yeah, it was yeah, still, it was like, still that. like that. Okay. Yeah. I remember Sue used to hide our shit up there until us it got stolen when we left it outside. <laughs> <laughs> Went up there and found a fucking scooter and a bicycle and all sorts of shit. I was like, I thought this shit was gone. <laughs> You're a liar. You told me to come up here and get the Christmas lights. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> yeah, he went deep. He went deep in the memory of that razor one. Scooter, too. No, he's just gonna rage out for a minute. <laughs> you know, honestly though, like that house is creepy as shit. But uh, my part, the part of my childhood that I miss and love and cherish the most was when I lived there. Yeah. Yeah, like I had the funnest fucking summers. Like the whole block, we'd play laser tag, or we'd just play like hide and go seek tag at night with the whole block. The neighbors next door to the Goldsmiths had a trampoline. We'd yeah. fucking all camp out on the trampoline. It was just fun as fuck. That was back when Harden used to actually give you those coupon books. You'd go to fucking matinees and get a popcorn oh, and yeah, drink. Go to the fucking pool and swim and get a snack there. And then they school lunches and shit, you know, in the yeah. summertime. It was fucking dope. Yeah. 
Danny Tom's ice cream. Remember that shit? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of straight reminiscing now. Dude, about... I'm old as fuck. Playing <laughs> sad music over that. But for real, like some, the some of the best in. times I remember were in, <laughs> we're that, in house, that house, yeah. even though it was creepy as fuck. But it's still yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, I don't know why, but like something like that would happen, something really creepy, and it's like the next day, we just forget about it. Like it's, yeah, there was yeah. nothing, and go on living in that house. That's kind of, that's kind any of house. Dude, I remember playing Resident Evil Two on the N sixty four in that basement with all the lights off. <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I could sleep for fucking days. <laughs> with the fucking zombies come at you through the wall at the fucking fire or yeah, at the police station. That, yeah. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> jump scaring yourself yeah that was like the only place i think that when uh you go downstairs do the laundry and the second you barely touch those stairs dude i would do the laundry and there's that light right above like where the laundry shit is i hit that chain fucking run to the next chain hit that chain fucking run up the stairs <laughs> i think we just shit. kept ours i just on. left yeah, it on yeah that was again yeah Turn that yeah, off. my fucking parents were like cheap. They're like, shut all the lights off. It's too many lights on. <laughs> why do you think that is? Why do you, why do we just? I don't know. Electric the bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like when some when stuff happens, like you either have that mentality of um, something just happened, or you just kind of brush it off. Like that thing that happened with the camera, we kind of just brush it off the next day. I know. Mm. Oh yeah, that just started snapping pictures of Dolores. Did you see that? That thing. That right now? Sucked. No, it was oh, yeah. on um, two episodes ago. I think we yeah. just. Yeah, it just all of a sudden started snapping pictures. Went after it wouldn't stop. It was right after Cedal mentioned the ghost that would bother Bob. me. What yeah. the fuck? Seriously? Uh, oh, we didn't set nothing. <laughs> up. The second we said it, the second we uh, yeah, the second they brought that up, that thing just started snapping pictures, and it was like that camera was fixed, fixated on Dolores, mm-hmm. and it was just snapping pictures like constantly until he had to go shut it off, and it would it didn't stop. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was weird. But yeah, the a place can be oppressed and or that's, they exercise houses all the time. Yeah, and that's one of the things I mentioned too is there's a lot more exorcisms happening this year than there has been in the last like decade or so yeah, in the U.S. That up. And the way that they do it is um, the the exorcist is trained to be a skeptic. And we've talked about that before. So he's the last one in the room. He should he should be um, who should be who should believe that it's actually um, a person's possessed or a place is possessed. Is he'll exhaust everything, everything down to the T to make sure that there's no actual explanation for right. The exorcism is a last resort. Yeah, yeah, that's the very last thing they do. And now, um, now what what happens is with Catholic churches and exorcists that operate in the United States, which there's a lot now, is they'll so when somebody self-diagnoses, I heard an exorcist talk about this just recently. When somebody self-diagnoses themselves, usually 90, 98, 90 percent of the time they're not possessed. They just because when you are really possessed, you almost deny it, mm. and you do have all these things happening with you. Not to the point where it's like you're speaking in different languages and things, which does happen, which you've seen happen. But, um, <laughs> Wake up on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I up here? Yeah, nah. <laughs> but, um, Spider-Manning up the wall. <laughs> but self-diagnosing, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And um, But they'll exhaust whether that's you have something physical going on with your body, whether you have something mental going on with your body. They'll exhaust those first. And in most cases, they'll pay for it, um, doctor bills and whatnot, just to make sure that when they do conduct an exorcist that you're... You're not at risk. 
or they'll make it worse because they can they can make it worse it's possible when they go and try to fix things yeah yeah almost every exorcist horror movie i've seen like makes it worse yeah it makes yeah. it worse for sure <laughs> somebody dies yeah, yeah. Somebody always dies. Like, oh, no, she didn't make it through the exorcism. <laughs> Which I just listened to. We were just listening to this last night. Anal- the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Annalise? We'll try next yeah. time. We're listening to her, uh, the movie that Emily Rose is made out, of, made out of. We listened to her audio last night. Oh, that was Freaking ugly. Crazy. When she started talking like, what, like Hitler's voice? or maybe Hitler. There's another demon that she talks, to, talks through and um, Satan himself at the end. Yeah. That one was wicked at the end. Yeah, I know. That was ugly. He was like, should we put that in the beginning of this intro? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I'm tired of hearing that, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I just told him that. We'll just sprinkle in some of those. EVPs did we do that in a podcast? Or did Aaron do that in a song? I, I think so. Remember. Where you put an intro to an exorcism in it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But yeah. yeah. And it's fucking... Dude, listening to that like made the hairs on my arms stand up and shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I remember that. That's why. I, I don't know how long we've been off topic. <laughs> a long time. I know. No, it, it all circles around though. You yeah, know I what guess I mean? it does with uh, <clears throat> with a, what's like a haunting a possessed place house. Possessed. Maybe that's fucking helping cause your sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, like if there's something going on in the house that could could cause it. And what I was gonna bring up before you brought up the whole like uh, grimace shaped you know figure right. was um it wasn't sleep paralysis but i did have an incident that happened in the last house we lived in there was kind of some stuff going on i remember waking up and kind of feeling that feeling like something was there and i i kept my eyes closed for a minute and just kind of like didn't want to open them and i remember i opened my eyes and what i saw was literally standing right next to the bed and it was like a hooded figure it had a hood on and i could see the details on this thing the hood almost like like uh it was leather like the the hood the robe it looked like it was leather and it had all these weird markings on it all over it and And uh and I'm hungry. No. <laughs> it wasn't even me. I know. And uh here it uh it was standing like right on the edge of the bed and it had its hand out like this. And in its hand was a black snake and it was like wrapped around its hand and like it was kind of facing me and this thing was just standing there like this with that snake and it caught me off guard. I shut my eyes and I turned my head really quick and I was sitting up in the bed and I held my eyes closed. And when I opened my eyes, it was, it was gone. And I turned, I was like, Oh my God, you know, I was thinking, you know, what the hell was that? But the second I turned to sit up, there was another one by the doorway and it was literally looked exactly the same. It didn't have anything in its hand, but it was about this tall Hmm. and it had the same type of robe on and everything. And, I kind of blinked for a second and kind of backed up and it just, it was gone. And I started, you know, well, I better pray for, pray for a pair of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I started praying over the house, you know, I got Start up, I started praying over the house. Right <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to pray. Oh, shit. <laughs> I started, you know, going around, I started praying for the house and everything. 
And um, when I jumped up, you know, I, I ended up waking up Sarah and she freaked out. I didn't tell her though, you know, I was, oh, you know, I was having a nightmare. That's all I told her. But I was literally wide awake because every time like something like this happens or if I, you know, if I think I might be seeing something and I feel like maybe I'm dreaming, I'd always pinch myself. And when I sat there with my eyes closed, I could feel everything. So I was wide awake when this thing was happening, when this whole thing was happening. Hmm. But it wasn't sleep paralysis, but it happened kind of like that, you know, waking up from a dream, seeing this thing there. You weren't paralyzed? No. No, I was awake. Weird. I thought you were going to say it. it had two pills in its hand. <laughs> Take one. <laughs> oh, red <right>. and blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a weird one. But anyway, you had a story, right? Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, you know, about my haunted fucking excursions on the house on Center Street. The house was right across from Bullis. But uh, I used to have crazy things happen there, you know, paranormal stuff. I remember Jessica, like, one of the first weeks she stayed with me over there when we first started going out. She, uh, She said that she had woke up and couldn't move and it felt like something was choking her. And uh, I can't remember all the details, but I remember thinking she was full of shit. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, the spirits in this house are bad. You know what I mean? And I've had nothing but good experiences with the spirits there, except for the one behind the house where Chuck lived and Aaron lived. But, uh, yeah, she said she couldn't move and it was choking her. I used to tell her, I was like, yeah, it's because you're mean to me and grandma don't like you. You know? (laughs) The old lady that lived there before. (laughs) Yeah, the lady. Because the lady that lived there before had died in the house. And one of my buddies, one of the Zinc brothers, they had moved into there. And I'd helped them clean all of her stuff out before they moved in. And I actually lived in the basement. But the basement had, like, a lot of black mold. So it, like, fucked my lungs up. So I'd go up there and sleep on their couch. And then eventually JD moved to Utah. And then I just kind of took over his room. And then after that, John said I was too naggy, and he moved out. And so I ended up with the apartment to myself, and then I moved, like, Jacob in, and then later on, Aaron. And some other people, Quana covers up, stayed with me for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually when Quana was still living there that happened. And I just chalked it up to bullshit. But I wonder if that was, like, a, you know, a sleep paralysis thing now. I just was like... Like something was trying to attack her in her sleep? Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck. You know? <laughs> what are you going to do? So yeah. mean, you know? Like, sucks to be you. Yeah, sounds you know? like a you problem. <laughs> yeah. I've had nothing but good shit happen here. <laughs> that is one of the definitions of sleep paralysis is having a, a tightness around your throat, too. Yeah. Right. Or having something choke you or sit on your chest. And that room is the room she died in was my room. That old lady? Yeah. And our yeah. bed was in the exact same spot where her bed was. Oh, man. Wow. But I never got any fucked up feelings in the house. Yeah. So. Just the the house behind it? Yeah, the house behind it. There was, like, even stuff that was happening in the basement. Later on, I had moved out of there. That house was fucked up in the basement. You know, there was black mold down there. I think they ended up cleaning it up. But, like, you know, all of us back in the day, our mattress was on the fucking floor. And you'd be sleeping, you'd feel a spider run across your face. You know, it'd be like, oh, fuck. (laughs) You know what I mean? But later on, my buddy Telvester, he ended up moving down there and had weird experiences, too. And apparently somebody, like, hung themselves in the basement, which I had never known before. And then I remember back in the day when Lena and Kevin lived in that house that uh, somebody had died in that house, too, then. 
like right before they had moved in. I remember like Dell know me. He was so fucking scared to stay in that room that I used to live in because apparently somebody had died in that room before. And then later on, that lady died in there. But I always had like good experiences. I always like felt at home in that place. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> they me, accepted you. Yeah, me and her were tight. <laughs> like I said, there was that that time where I had that asthma attack. Yeah, and uh, just woke up in the bathroom. Okay, when I had passed out right before I entered the house all the way. Yeah, blacked out and then came to with a nebulizer machine in the bathroom, which is on the other side of the fucking house. Nobody home. You know, I had to kick the door in to get the door open because my keys were still in my car and we used to never lock the doors. It was just kind of a weird thing. And then to have Jessica be attacked, I didn't believe it. You know what I mean? So That is funny. You kind of put it all together tonight. Yeah. And you you just told us the story outside. Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell us real quick? (laughs) Bring your mic closer a little bit. There you go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so ugly in the headphones. Well, I was telling them that um, the laundry room at the house, I was staying, me and Dakota were staying in there, and Cash was, like, tiny then. And I was laying kind of towards, like, Dakota, like, real close, and there was about this much space by the wall and in, in between me. And I could hear something, like, whispering around in the room and walking around the room, and I, like, kind of tried to look towards it, and then it started crawling real fast on the bed by me. Yeah. And I had to like wake myself up and when I jumped awake I started screaming and woke up Dakota. That is gross. Yeah. The poor guy. <laughs> I know. Always waking him up freaking you, out. You deserve his sleep. How dare you? Right. <laughs> the guy's so chill all the time. He just has to deal with all your paranormal shit. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you should hear his stories. Oh man, he yeah. has some ugly stories, dude. We gotta yeah. get him on. He's yeah. gonna yeah. tell a story or two. Yeah, he's really good at telling stories. The, he, man, he has is, some good ones. His story, yeah. the one I'll, I'll have him tell it, but his story about this goat—that oh, one I was the first story. story in years to actually give me chills. Yeah, Dude, I've heard that. that story, and it's mm. disgusting. Yeah, were you well, here when he told that? Yeah, yeah, was, that was I, heard that story. <laughs> I know. I hate hearing that one. He's got to come on and tell his story. Yeah. I can't remember if he's here when he told it or if you told it to me. I think he was. I think you were here when he told it. Yeah, yeah, that was might have been it. Ugh. But um, Philip. <laughs> I think my like most of my notes are just searching for the meaning of dreams, and um, and uh, there was parts that I left out too. And I I remember th- going through this, and it has nothing to do with sleep paralysis, but it's just a, a side thought that I had. And we've always talked about deaths happening with um, certain things happening, like in uh, culture whether that's hand games and things, uh, people participating and things like that, or whether there's, um, um, I guess, highly ritualistic dates throughout the year, and you notice that people are passing away a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's always, it's always funny, because um, you go through this phase, and we've noticed this growing up, as you go through this phase of where just young people are dying. It's always like young kids or... or um, mid-aged kids you know what i mean not not actually in their like 30s or whatever but like in their 20s or 18s or teenagers and we've always tried to tie that in and i found i was reading on on sleep paralysis uh, today and i came across a scripture that kind of um describes something like that i was looking also into other um cultures and seeing their 
rendition of it and I, that's where i got all the different sleep demons but um there's an actual scripture that points to um death in women and children or loss of women and death of children and it has to do with spiritual them looking for i guess practicing things like palm reading or um even dream reading is something that can be occultish or negative like witchcraft or something and i forgot where it was but it talks about that there would be a slew of death in in uh, i think it was israel that when they practice these things then people in the community start dying as a whole so when you start stepping into certain because this is what i'm saying about being careful about these things especially when you're trying to um decipher what a dream means whether you're trying to decipher what's happening in your life because we're always trying to search for some sort of meaning why did that happen like why is this happening to me this is like the, one of the the one thing people say when something negative happens uh, somebody passes away you just lost your job something like that is why is this happening people are always searching for and trying to connect the dots and a lot of times they turn to spiritual things or they try to find their own i guess conclusions of things yeah. and looking into whether you're trying to dream read and dream reading is actually um biblical there's a way yeah. to do it but there's also this other side of things where you can dream read into like a contemporary type of reading and those are where it kind of gets murky in the water and participating in certain things whether that's trying to induce sleep paralysis or trying to decipher dreams in a way that's not exactly um i guess good in nature where you're trying to turn to like magic things or you're <clears throat> sleeping with crystals or you're using crystals things like that or you're even um dream catchers <laughs> <laughs> well i know that this is a i love crystals i mean using them as their actual effect but there's actual biblical <laughs> there's actually um there's actually biblical significance to crystals too yeah they were used in the tabernacle there are different crystals assigned to different meanings god had um colors assigned to different meanings too but he also had crystals that were mentioned in the bible i think onyx is one of them um, lapis, amethyst, those all had different meanings in biblical texts. But when you turn to different uh, contemporary things, that's where it kind of gets murky because you're messing with different things. You actually don't exactly know what you're messing with. Even if you're doing like palm readings and things, you don't know what you're, I guess, joining yourself with to try to find an answer. And then that in and of itself is basically a spirit infiltrating your house or infiltrating through your dreams to get into your life because now it has legalities to be there just like um ghost ghost hunting that can give a spirit um legalities to be in the house legally in the spiritual yeah it has rights to be there and then they're difficult said never do that kind of stuff in your own home right well i've always known that but they it's just when it's going into something like this is what i'm saying is to be careful if you try to induce sleep paralysis because you don't know exactly what's on the other side yeah what's waiting for you or how severe it could be or if yeah. you fall into that cycle of sleep paralysis and then you have this reoccurring thing and maybe maybe you do it because you're kind of um interested in it but then things can take a turn and dreams can have effect on your waking life too well that's negative or positive yeah. i mean i've had dreams that just stuck with me all day you know what i mean 
You want to hear a story? Sure. Like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, you just think about it all day long. We were just kind of talking about something outside, too. It's out. Um, like, what could be people are hearing. This could be uh, something people are hearing when they hear um, noises in their house or music or in, in their house or something like yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. he, he brought up something. Yeah, the other night, me and Jessica were laying in bed, and uh, I could hear music, like soft music playing. And, you know... I asked Jessica, I was like, is your phone running? And I'm like, is, there's music. She's like, you know, I can hear it too. So I get up to like check out the window, can't hear it no more. But as soon as I lay back down, I can hear it again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I can hear music. And <laughs> my dad had told me back in the day that uh, like the wood in your house could store sounds. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it later. Almost like a, resi- a residual haunting. But not really. It's like supposed to be scientific or something yeah we've talked about it's recorded and it's called uh, stone tape theory yeah and that that does happen right but yeah it was happening the other night me and jessica were just like getting like ready for bed trying to sleep i could hear music and she thought she heard like country music i was thinking like pop i thought it was like you know kesha or something you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and i've i've heard it before in other places but like I never really put two and two together because I've always lived in kind of like a loud house. You know what I mean? I used to go to sleep listening to fucking Alice Cooper at night. (laughs) I used to go to sleep listening to freaking Trivia. Remember that? Yeah, Yeah, Trivia was a good one too. (laughs) He's over there snoring. Heat waves. (laughs) You know? Dude, I used to go to sleep with music on until fucking Jessica moved in. Had to have no sound and lights off. That's what I do. Because I, I, I also would noise. like watch TV to go to sleep. Yeah, you know that what I mean. That's Ali- that was Alethea's <laughs> issue too. Is uh, she got me doing that for a bit, and it kind of did work for me. <laughs> and like I went to sleep on time. But it's. I think we grew up. We've grown up like that. It's like we with need noise. House. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I can't. Dude, you I can need have silence. death metal playing at full blast, and I'll fucking sleep like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so now I, you know. I substitute that with a fan. My mother-in-law. <laughs> she just like, Alethea, just so dad right now. Uh, right, just dad um, it up. Her name's Stephanie, Stephanie and Ben. Anyways, they took Jasper for a second, because we were up in, Dil- in Billings dealing with things, and um, they said he, they couldn't get him to relax or go to sleep. Oh, yeah, I remember They this. put on System of a Down, um, what's it, uh, Toxic, what the hell was it? Wasn't it Chop Suey? Oh, Chop Suey. He fell right asleep in the back seat. <laughs> they were trying to play music, and he, he hated right. it. He was, like, raging out in the back. And when they turned on Chop Suey, they said he just crashed out. <laughs> like, there we go. Subsistent. <laughs> to put me down. Yeah, but I always I, I, I need noise all the time, too. I just yeah. can't. Like, I'm listening, You're the only one to talk about. <laughs> I'm listening to music all day long. Like, I'll listen to it when I'm working out, or if I'm taking a shower, or just randomly in my phone. Yeah. All the time, all day. But yeah, I was telling, like, he brought that up, and it... it like triggered a memory um uh it was somebody that we we're supposed to have on here uh darren marler he's like you know he does all oh, amazing right. voiceover work yeah. he has one of the top podcasts out there mm-hmm. he's been doing like you know a radio and stuff like that for a long time and this yeah. guy is fucking legendary and i was in contact with him and i was in vegas and he was supposed to be on here but i ended up getting really sick and we kind of canceled that um, yeah we canceled that halloween season like a month or two yeah and um but anyway, he had a, he uh, told a story on his one of his podcasts, uh, Weird Darkness, and he said that this these people kept hearing music and stuff in their house. They kept hearing noises in their house, talking in their house, and I think they were um, redoing this house and they had the electricity off and everything too, and they'd still hear it. It's not like it's coming from 
the other side of the wall in this room. And they kept hearing this music. And here they heard Darren Marlar's voice. What the heck? The wall, like coming through the sound like it's coming through the wall. Wow. And they said, this house was, I don't think this house was by any, anybody else. I think it was like kind of like in the outside of like out of town. Mm-hmm. And so it couldn't be like somebody, like a neighbor or something playing music, but they recognized Darren Marlar's voice and he looked into this and it could be radio signals actually can reverberate. Start, off yeah. Your start walls. playing yeah. through your walls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. I forget who we talked about it with. But now I'm wondering if that's what was happening. If that's what trailer. you were hearing, yeah, yeah. It's the radio. So I was like wondering about that, or or if it is stone tape theory, like it's it's something like just the wood and stuff record like and kind of replay it back. Yeah, residual haunting. I'm I, I've always been interested in that too. Yeah, but yeah, I wanted to get you know talk to him again and see if we can get him back or get him on here. I wanted to get yeah. Clyde Lewis on. Yeah, I could still. We like, had a lineup too, man. Yeah, we, some really we could probably awesome get people on. that we're gonna have I'll talk on. to them. Yeah, we had Clyde Lewis, Darren Marlar coming on. And another one of my favorite actors. <laughs> Who's that? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, dude, the dude that plays Dwight. Dwight Schrute. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we're trying to get yeah. him the on. The dude yeah. that plays Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. From but the anyway. office. Yeah, from the office. But uh, yeah, he has this character he does. It's just, it's so funny, man. <laughs> he has a character where he plays the most well-known paranormal investigator in the world and you get him on the podcast and he's that character through the whole thing <laughs> like all the questions he answers it's just hilarious that's yeah. fucking awesome yeah he does he does that, that guy's character so fucking funny i know <laughs> yeah rain wilson yeah that's, that's who it is i forgot yeah, that. He's, he's so funny and Jamie is going to be coming back on the podcast. Jamie Lasso, he's going to be answering questions, and he yeah, is our questions. Yeah, he is our resident correspondent, and we're going to get his take and try to get to the bottom of your questions. So if you guys have questions, send that into the website yeah. fallenhour.com, and we'll give it to Jamie. Yeah, we got to get him back on here. That guy's freaking hilarious. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> ever going to get Rob Schneider on here? <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider. Oh, you got to reset those. All right, so you had a story. Yeah. What's your um, story? Yeah, I had a story. Like, I debated on, like, ever telling this story. Like, I I, I debated on it, like, a while ago, because it happened a good while ago, and I just never never thought about doing it. Mm-hmm. But, um... Table farted. <laughs> that was, uh... Is that your phone? I don't know. Yeah. My security system's on, so it's going to vibrate the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, um, a while back, when we were just moving out of the last place we were staying at, uh, I had a dream, and this dream was kind of weird. This this started making me question a lot of different things, because, um, you know, with the whole... Sexuality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm talking, I mean, like, um, whether or not you're having a dream when you feel like it's really real, or if it's actual, like, what people call astral projection that kind of thing. It started making me really kind of look into that stuff. Um, I had this dream that, uh, I remember right when I fell asleep, like I opened my eyes and I was standing on the street outside of this house. And I remember, um, I recognized the house and I remember I blinked and I was inside this house and I was standing in a bedroom and I remember seeing a cousin of ours. He was laying in the bed and his girlfriend was laying next to him. And 
I remember um, seeing this other figure standing by them and it was completely, you know, black, like almost like a shadow, but darker. And there was something standing behind me and what was standing behind me had a hood on and he's beginning, he began to talk and he was um, saying that uh, they were going to take him. Basically he was going to kill him. He said he wasn't going to wake up. This is, you know, he's going to die. And I remember, um, like standing there and this thing was like watching over him. And I remember this thing started choking him, like grabbed him and started choking him. And he started struggling, breathing. He couldn't breathe. And, uh, his girlfriend woke up cause he started kind of like trying to move around. He couldn't breathe. She woke up and she started trying to wake him up. She started shaking him. You know, you gotta you wake up, you know, what's wrong. She's like, started freaking out. And I remember, I, I started praying for him, you know, I started praying for him right there while this thing was trying to kill him. And the voice that was standing behind me was saying, he was basically trying to like, tell me that your, your prayers aren't strong enough to save him. You know, you're not going to save him. He's going to die. And I'm taking him to hell with me. And that's where he's going to be for all of eternity. He was saying stuff like that. And his voice was just like, man, it just gave me chills. Like, you know, it was like booming. And I remember I didn't, you know, tried to ignore him and I was praying and I started praying even louder. And all of a sudden he, this thing goes back, like it flies back and it dissipates. And this figure standing behind me went back and hit the wall. It hit the wall in the hallway and it started making its way down the hall and he jumps up and he turns over and he sees like, you know, he looks toward the doorway. Like he thinks somebody's in the house. And this thing hits the wall, goes down the hall and runs out the back door and you can hear the back door fly open. And his little brother comes running, running down the hall, like, you know, what the hell's going on? Because when this thing hit, like when this thing kind of flew off of our cousin and it disappeared and the thing behind me, before it hit the wall, it, it like yelled really loud and the house shook, the whole house shook. And then that's, that was before it ran down the hall and he thought somebody was in the house he got up and started going through the house with his gun because he thought somebody was in his house choking him. And his girlfriend was telling him there was nothing there that he was just choking in his sleep. And I remember I woke up and two weeks later, uh, this is uh, during the time we we're moving into our, the place we're living in now. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, I was standing outside the front of the house and, and he was, I saw my cousin he was walking down the road and he's, he saw me. He's like, Oh, Hey, you know what's going on? You know, um, he's just telling me he's on his way to the store and he was with his girlfriend. His girlfriend was talking to somebody else back there and, um, he came up and then he said, man, he said about two weeks ago, the weirdest thing happened. He said, I was sleeping in my room and he said, I started choking in my sleep. And he said, uh, he said his girlfriend was trying to wake him up and he said, um, she was shaking him, but he said he wasn't waking up. He was sweating real bad. And he said, I think I was, he said, I thought, you know, the way she talked about it, I thought I was going to die. And he said, all of a sudden he saw where above his head, where I was standing in my dream, he said he saw a bright light flash. And then he said he heard something hit the hallway wall and he heard footsteps running down to the hall. And then he said the whole house shook. 
and then the back door flung open. And he said his little brother came running down the hall, freaking out. And he said, that was two weeks ago, and his little brother was so afraid that he doesn't stay in that house anymore. He had not moved into the country. Weird. And then his girlfriend came up, and he's like, tell her what happened, or tell him what happened. And she told me the exact same story. Literally everything that I saw in my dream happened to a T of what both of them told me. So that always kind of made me wonder, like, if you have, like, dreams where you are, you know, you do see things, or you feel like you're you're awake, maybe that's really your spirit going out and doing stuff like that. So, like, I thought, like, maybe there's a reason why I went there to pray for him in my in my dream. Yeah, possible. No fucking privacy, dude. Not only do you have shadow <laughs> demons, but you got Marcus standing over you all the time. <laughs> God damn it, I was dude. waiting for it. I was it's waiting something, for it to say something, something new to fear when I'm sleeping. This Marcus is breathing real heavy on top of me. I'm just praying for you, bro. Sure. <laughs> go back to bed. Just, just go back to bed. You'll be okay. You saw nothing. You see a bright light. <laughs> but yeah, like I never, I like thought about like not even telling that because that's like, you know, that's, 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 that's really strange, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into that that kind of stuff and yeah, I didn't, be a whole wasn't sure if I was going to go go into that because that can trail on into something else yeah so I was kind of like well maybe I'll hold off on that we could probably do another podcast about something like that things like yeah. that I know that reminds me of grandma's story yeah that's what came to mind that's yeah and um that's when you told that story about um when grandma was sick yeah and these people invited him over to their house to go pray over their house and she stayed home and grandpa told her just the whole time he's gone to pray and don't stop praying till I come home. And he went into this house, they invited him in this house and he went, went through the entire house praying over it. And he said that, um, every time they, they walked out of a room, that guy would hold the door open a little longer and then close it, mm-hmm. go to the next room. Same thing. They all come out and he told the door open a little longer then close it. And by the time they were done, they were going to, he was going to feed them, you know, the, the family. And, uh, he said that they were sitting there and they had another plate ready. There's like all of the people that were there and him and then the extra plate. And he asked, you know, who are we waiting for? And he said, your wife. He said, oh, my wife's at home sick. And they told him that he was by, or she was by his side the entire time he was going through that house praying. But she wasn't there. She was at home praying. So, but they could see her. That yeah. does happen biblically too. Yeah. Um, People are able to jump. There was, um, I think it was Elijah or somebody. Anyways, they were, they jumped in scripture. That's their what, physical body jumped, not the, just in their dream. That's what made me kind of wonder, though, when you said that. I was thinking mm-hmm. maybe it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, maybe it, it their happen. spirit was was the one that kind of jumped. Yeah, you can. Um, they can be in multiple places if they wanted to be. I believe that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Um, old prophets. Yeah, and they. Yeah, well, it's a whole other thing we can get into. But it's a, yeah, it's a whole subject. Yeah, that, that can trail on to a whole other one. Trail on to a whole. trail on to a whole other segment here. Right. So does that do it for you guys? Yeah. You guys all spent. <laughs> Gotta get Dolores. Dolores Bar. Quit saying my name <laughs> like that. Know what I'm gonna do when we get what's his face? I'm gonna have him introduce her. And Dolores Bar. <laughs> Darren Marler. <laughs> yeah. Bar. 
Yeah, his voiceover work is freaking top notch, man. It's amazing. So we are uh, coming back to once a week podcast. We're going to have Dolores here uh, more in the podcast. She's going to be another staple in the podcast as well as Aaron, Aaron Martin. We're going to have more recurring guests come on the podcast. And like I did mention, uh, Jamie Lissa will be back and he'll be able to answer questions. So if you guys have questions you want Jamie to answer that are unanswered, whether that be paranormal uh, I think the last ones we did were what does alien look like, yeah. uh, things like that. What is the, like something about the moon? <laughs> right. Just give us some outrageous questions for Jamie, and he'll do his best to answer his, your questions. And uh, you can inbox us on Fallen Hour at Fallen Hour on Facebook. Uh, we're also on TikTok and Instagram. You can go to fallenhour.com and submit a form, and that'll go right to my phone, and we can get your email in there. Um, <clears throat> so we're doing once a week, and we have. We're gonna put out. I'm probably gonna put out a lineup, but I want people to write us and tell us what subjects we should cover, because we ha- we've kind of been staying away from contemporary stuff for like yeah. most of the time we've been doing this podcast. Yeah, like we got like suggestions for Bigfoot for a long time, and we finally yeah. waited till Dad got on to do that. Yeah, yeah those yeah. ones turned out to be one of our best ones. One of the top. One of the top listens yeah. ever. Yeah, I yeah. don't think you guys ever covered jazz or anything. Jazz. Contemporary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's trying to make a joke. <laughs> Uh, one more, one more. That's more like it. Because <laughs> I couldn't pronounce that, contemporary. That joke almost took off and it just crashed. <laughs> I was like, huh? Jazz, what? <laughs> contemporary. That's like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So stay on the lookout once a week. Every Friday, we're going to be releasing an episode. It'll be uh, 6 o'clock on Facebook, 7.30 on um, YouTube, and also 6 o'clock on all pod- podcasting platforms. We'll be live. If you guys are listening on the go, you can search uh, us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any podcasting platform you have on your phone, at Fallen Hour Radio. We do have a video version of this podcast available on Spotify and also our website. And Facebook. And Facebook. So, now that it ends, I am joined tonight by Marcus with the Beats, Aaron Baker with the Wheeze, and Dolores <laughs> Barr. The My wheeze. name is Sid Alenic, and you're listening to Fallen Hour Radio. Good enough, huh? Yep. Ciao. Okay, oh, yeah. do your fingers. <laughs> I did do the fingers. Say fall an hour.